Hello and welcome to the LYF podcast. This podcast is provided to you by the Love Yourself Foundation, which is an organization here to help spread the message of love and more specifically self-love and the powerful ripple effect that has in not only building better relationships with other people, but ultimately building a more harmonious and stronger connection with Mother Earth. We're here to tell you that we're all one. All living beings are connected to each other, to Mother Earth, to the universe. So we're going to be talking about important topics like mental health, environmental issues, and tying it all back into the self and ways that you can help improve the relationship with yourself to again empower yourself so you can empower your community and empower our beautiful planet. If you like what you hear, please hit subscribe. Also, you can check us out on Facebook, Instagram, at the LY Foundation. You can also check out our website at the lyfoundation.com. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the LYF podcast. Monica here, and I'm really excited and so grateful to be honoring my good friend, Carrie Sobeck. She is a Ashtanga teacher um, based in Las Vegas, Nevada, also an Ayurveda practitioner. And um, I mean, our friendship stems back now for some some years now, and she's been instrumental in my own self-development. So I'm just so happy to showcase her today and and just get the community to know more about her um, since she is our community spotlight. So welcome, Carrie. Hi, Monica. Thank you for having me. I love you so much. <laughs> well, for our first question, um, this is the question I always ask on here, and it's what is it that you love about yourself and how has this quality helped you in your life? overcoming difficult moments, um, or even embracing life even more. Yeah. So I think what I love about myself is I think I'm good at bringing people together. And I think it stems back from when I was younger, you know, I never really had like one social group. So I would hang out with like the artists, I would hang out with, you know, the cheerleaders, you know, the, the stoners, uh, the jocks. So they were like kind of all my friends. And from that, I was able to I guess not get stuck so much in, you know, what I thought was the right way. So I could kind of see a broader perspective of, you know, when I think I know something, I really don't know something because there's many ways to get somewhere. And from seeing the different, you know, perspectives of other people and, you know, by bringing them together and seeing how like relationships intertwine, I was able to see that in myself. So, yeah, I think that's really that's really helped me with, um, you know, like what I do now with bringing people together through yoga and um, Ayurveda and yeah, just like all my friendships blossom just by bringing people together. <laughs> it's been special. <laughs> I think, um, yeah, I definitely see that, you know, from the times that we, since I met you, um, I remember, you know, this is back in, man, the end of 2016. And then at the beginning of 2017, I remember at that time, like I was thinking about um, pursuing like a yoga certification, I remember. And, and this was before, like, I really got introduced to Ashtanga. And I remember you're like, Monica, you're like, consider this, you know, but your approach was so friendly. And I really appreciate that because I had been introduced to Ashtanga very lightly a few years before that. Um, and unfortunately, it wasn't um, the best experience. 
<laughs> so like you came in and you were so friendly about it. And I think that was, and that's always been your approach is like, you're, you're very inviting and, in, and in what you do and you don't intimidate people, you know, you don't act like you're better than anybody. <laughs> and I think that's so important. And I think that's so, um, uh, it, it shows to your success truly because you bring, again, people together in such a lighthearted way and, and very genuine. So I, I definitely see what you're saying. <laughs> yeah, yeah um, I think uh, by bringing people together, like we're all ultimate, ultimately, you know, each other's teachers, you know, so by like just being around people and being in relationships and, you know, seeing how we feel around certain people, you know, if someone makes us feel really good, if someone kind of makes us feel some kind of emotion we don't like, that's, that's the greatest lesson right there. Mm -hmm. So I always just like to immerse myself in a bunch of different groups and just kind of, you know, not get too attached to the way that I think, you know, someone should act or someone should be. And it kind of helped me develop, I guess, my individuality of how I wanted to be as a person. And it, it gave me a lot of, um, you know, it gave me a lot of ease knowing that, you know, there's not just one way to be, you know, it's just accepting everyone. Yeah. So, you know, bringing people together really showed me one thing that I love to do it. <laughs> you know, I love to have all my friends together at once and, you know, that, yeah, there's, there's many ways to be and there's no one correct way. And when I think I know that way, or I think I know the answer, you know, how something should be, I know I'm like, I'm leaning too far to the, to the left or the right. I need to get back into the, the middle, the balance. I love that. And I admire that. And it's, um, yeah, again, it just shows to your character. And um, so I'm just grateful to be your friend and to be learning from you. <laughs> so um, tell us a little bit more about Ashtanga, you know, for folks out there. I Usually when I tell people that I practice Ashtanga, usually people don't know what it is, you know, what, what it, um, so it's always, it's always fun to tell people a little bit. So tell us about Ashtanga. What is it <laughs> for people that might not know? And then also tell us how it came into your life. Yeah, so Ashta means eight and Anga means limb. So Ashtanga yoga is like an eight limb path. So you can think of like a ladder and, you know, we're trying to get to the ladder, but when we think we're at the top, we're really not there. <laughs> so we start with um, the first limb would be the, the yamas, which are the social disciplines. And then the niyamas, which are the inner disciplines. Once we cultivate some sense of awareness around here, we're ready to start a practice of yoga. And the practice of yoga essentially is yoga chitta vritti nirodaha. So yoga is the calming of the fluctuations of the mind. So after, you know, dabbling in the yamas and niyamas, and of course, we're never like, we're never fully done with these first two limbs, but, you know, just have some awareness around there. We're able to get into the physical part. So then we start with the asana, which are the physical postures, the pranayama, which is the breath control. Prachahara, with the, which is withdrawing of the senses, dharana, which is concentration, dhyana, meditation, and then samadhi emerging into oneness. So that is, you know, this is all from the book of the Yoga Sutras, and that is Ashtanga Yoga, essentially. And then um, Patabi Joyce, he created like the physical practice of Ashtanga Yoga, which I think 
you know, ultimately goes hand in hand with the yoga sutras and his is a set series that we practice. So we have primary, we have second series, we have third series, fourth series, fifth series, and sixth series. And, you know, it's, it's set postures that are done, um, that we learn pose by pose. So a lot of people are intimidated with the shtanga because they go to a lead class and they don't really know that that's not the way to learn. You know, the traditional way of learning is through Mysore classes where it's very gentle and it's, it's one-on-one instruction in a group setting. So, you know, we're not all at the same level and we're all at different walks in life. So Mysore class is when we, um, we come in and we learn posture by posture. So like your first class is essentially probably only 30 minutes long. And then the point of this is to memorize, you know, the correct breathing, the correct movements and the correct dristi, which is the focus point. And from there, that's where the meditation kind of, you know, drops in through a prolonged, consistent practice done over many years. So, yeah, <laughs> I guess the, the beauty of it is the Tristana method, which is the physical posture, the pranayama, which is the breath control. And then the dristi is where we look in each movement. And that is meditative. So, yeah, when we get through a full series, it's about an hour and a half of just full on meditation, moving meditation. So it's really beautiful because, you know, we're not just trying to like sit down, close our eyes and meditate. It's preparing us to get to that meditative state. And it's, it's very subtle and gentle, you know, from the, from an outsider, it looks like it's just super physical, but when you start practicing it, you can see that there's just, there's just this magic in it. And you can't even put any words on it. I'm trying to explain it, but it's like, you know, it's just pure magic. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I think it came into my life pretty full on right away. Um, I started, I was really into reading the yoga sutras and I love studying the sutras, but I didn't understand like, you know, how was I supposed to calm, you know, all the thoughts in my mind. And I would do, I would make up my own like physical practice at home. And then I did some classes, but it just didn't click how that was supposed to help me in life. Mm -hmm. And then I saw um, online that there was an Ashtanga yoga training. And I was like, oh, I know Ashtanga yoga. You know, I love the yoga sutras. (laughs) And I signed up for it. And I ended up in New York in my teacher's basement. And (laughs) she ran a Mysore program, which is you know, how you traditionally learn Ashtanga yoga. Mm -hmm. So I just, from day one of landing in her basement, I I was just blown away. I just went to Mysore class every day and I just learned and here I am today. (laughs) So yeah, I just kind of jumped right in and yeah, it just made it my life. It's so great to hear about it. Um, And it's so true, like even what you were saying about the magic that Ashtanga is and you can't really put it in words. I mean, um, you know, as you're, as a student of yours now for some years, um, just to see how it's made me be more disciplined, but not in like a bad way and like a very good way, you know, it helps you to just be more disciplined to embrace life more fully and appreciate the full spectrum of life and that no matter what might be happening in the external world, (laughs) you still have your practice. (laughs) 
<laughs> and I mean, that's been so important to me through all the storms that I've gone through personally. And then even to present day with dealing with the pandemic and all the craziness that we're in right now. Um, this practice has, it's a backbone and it's, it's amazing. <laughs> um, but yeah, so it's so great to hear you talk about it, how it's come, how it came into your life. So when, how many years ago was that now, Carrie? Um, I would say almost nine now. Wow. Yeah. And it, it's cool what you said, like, you know, through the discipline, you find this sense of freedom. And that's essentially what I found through the practice of it is I feel so much more free, you know, but I'm so much more disciplined. <laughs> you know, I never thought I'd be getting up, you know, three 30 and, and do my practice. You know, I was always staying up late and I would get up late and, mm -hmm. and this just kind of came in and fine tuned my life. And through being so disciplined, I found this sense of freedom where, you know, my mind doesn't have you know, it doesn't have the complete control over me like it used to. Like, I know when I feel an emotion, like I know it will pass. And um, there's just this like inner trusting of this practice where, you know, whatever happens, you know, if I'm in a horrible mood, if I'm having a horrible day, if it's just been a horrible time in my life, I just show up to this practice and I just have this inner trust that, you know, it's going to be okay. Yeah. It's like a, it's like it's cradling me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's very sweet. And um, yeah, I think it's through just all the subtle layers that we pull or all the, you know, we start with the physical stuff first and we work through that. And then the practice just gets more deeper and more gentler and more subtler. And we're able to really just pull off more layers of ourselves to, you know, kind of see what's going on inside of us. So it's, it's a lot of awareness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um yeah. And I, I, and I, what I really like about it too, is just it, even, you know, right now, you know, we're in modern times, modern human history, but still it's such a practice that honors the tradition aspect of it. You know, it really gets you to the fundamentals of, of yoga. Um, so tell us a little bit about like, so, you know, for maybe people that don't know, there is a place in India called Mysore. And um, that's where, um, that's actually where Carrie has gone to practice with the, the teacher out there. And so tell us a little bit more of that for people that don't know what that is about. Like, why do you do that? Why do you go at all that? Mm -hmm. Yeah. So when I ended up in that basement, <laughs> um, you know, my teacher, she had a lot of books. So I ended up at her house. I started the Mysore practice um, and I just read every single book that she had. And there was this one book about um, Patabi Joyce. And I was so interested in him because of what people were saying about him. And then I found out for, through her that he passed away, but there's a new um, lineage holder, which is my teacher, Sharat Joyce. And, you know, I was just, I'm just such a curious person that I was like, I need to see what's going on here. You know, I want to know. <laughs> and I just decided that I was going to go to Mysore and practice there. And I didn't know anyone that's been, well, actually my teacher has been to Mysore. So I knew her, but other than that, I didn't know anyone there. Like I didn't know anything about India, you know, nothing. And um, yeah, I, I went there and it's really crazy because I ended up um, living with this other guy who is my other teacher. <laughs> and he taught me 
just a bunch of different practices that go hand in hand with the Shtanga and about philosophy. And um, so we did a lot of yoga philosophy every day together. And, you know, I live with him when I go there and, um, and then I practice with Sharat, Sharat G. And um, yeah, it's, it's such a fun place because I was able to, you know, there's such a strong community over there. So I have so many friends from around the world now, and we all have this community of loving Ashtanga yoga. Mm -hmm. So like, I think every place in the world, I probably know someone that practices there. So it's, it's really um, comforting to know that, you know, we're kind of all in this together and we're all doing this, this wild practice and waking up early. And, you know, we all just have so much love for it. So India is like a second home for me now. And I go every year and I love it there. Like I could totally live there. I love the food and I love the people. It just feels, it feels home to me. Yeah. I hope you come one day. Yeah. <laughs> That's the goal. <laughs> and so, and then tell us a little bit too, um, just of the process of then um, receiving an, a blessing from your teacher to then go and open a shala, right? So that's what happened. Um, so yeah, tell us a little bit more of that process. How does that look like and all that? Yeah. So it was interesting because I, I was just so curious about practicing yoga because it, you know, I was just wondering like, how can this make me feel so good? Like I didn't know what it would feel like. So I just wanted to get to that feeling of feeling good. And, um, yeah, I didn't really, I didn't have any expectations to teach. So I just practiced every day and made it, you know, part of my life. And when I started going there, um, you know, the, the first time there, like it, it was so fun, but like, I didn't, I didn't know Shirachi. Like I, you know, like we get to know each other now, you know, it's been, I think five years. So um, going there and yeah. And then the one day he was just like, you come after, <laughs> I forget what he said, maybe like you come teach or something. <laughs> and I, I was just practicing, you know, I probably just did a crazy backbend and I come up and he's there and he's like, you come teach or come later today. <laughs> and I was like, okay. And then I went there and then, you know, they had the certificate to start teaching. And I was like, wow, you know, wow. Like, what do I do with this? <laughs> So I was really surprised and, um, yeah, really grateful because by that point, like, you know, Ashtanga was just my daily life. It's like brushing my teeth now and I have so much love for it. So it gave me inspiration to want to, you know, help others. And I was doing a little bit of teaching, mm -hmm. but I never like fully committed to teaching it. You know, it's kind of like just telling my friends about it and getting my family into it. So. Yeah, it was like a nice, it was like a big push actually when, when that happened. And I was like, okay, let's just see what, how it goes. And, and then that's where I was like, okay, let's try Las Vegas. <laughs> so that's how we got Mysore, Las Vegas. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's great to, yeah. And I, like I met Carrie when she's just started to do some classes um, this is before she got the official yes, you know, from the teacher. And it's, it's been an honor, uh, truly to see her journey. And I'm again, so grateful that 
she was not only, I mean, obviously she's a good friend, but that she became my teacher. She is my teacher. And I'm so grateful that I can call her my teacher. <laughs> and even it's so fun too to think back because I, when I, the year that I lived in Spain um, in Bilbao, I found, I was worried that I wasn't going to find Ashtanga out there. And thankfully there was an Ashtanga Bilbao, <laughs> a Mysore Bilbao. And so amazing teachers. Um, if you ever find yourself out there, they're great. And for me, um, it was wonderful too, because Carrie and my teachers actually met in Mysore <laughs> in India that following year. And so when I got to see all my teachers together, that was like, uh, whoa, like <laughs> the worlds collide. But just like Carrie said, it's so cool to just see so many people throughout the world that do this. And what you, what you said perfectly of that we're all in it together, you know, no matter what country you're, you're from. So it's wonderful how it, it brings so much unity um, to our human existence, which I think ties in great for my next question, which is, um, how has this practice helped you? And then why are you so passionate in spreading it in the community? Wow. How hasn't it helped me? <laughs> you know, I think it comes down to, you know, I'm, I'm a very curious person, so I like to know. And, you know, sometimes when we try to know too hard, it's, it's not good for us. You know, it, we can get stuck in our ways of thinking that we know, like, this is the right answer. This is the way. And everything else is not the right way. So I think for me, it, it really helped me find that when I think I know, I really don't know if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so it, it helps shine, shone some light on, you know, not being too stuck in the way that I think things ought to be. And just kind of being open and open-minded with everything and still being curious and not, not grasping on to what we think the right way is. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, it's helped me with that for sure. Um, it's helped me with finding that freedom through all the discipline. It's helped me with trusting, you know, this practice is a lot about trust and building relationships within that trust, you know, building relationships with my teachers, building relationships with the practice, building a relationship with myself mm -hmm. and really cultivating and making these relationships stronger. I think that's where the real work lies in it. So it helped me to go deeper into all the relationships around me, which everything in life is a relationship. So it just helped me go deeper into the subtle aspects of each relationship and, you know, really trusting the practice and not doubting it. You know, I think a lot of times we can have a lot of doubt about ourselves or about what we're supposed to be doing, or if something's good for us, if it's not good for us. Mm -hmm. So this practice showed up in my life and was like, okay, you know, I just jumped right in and like, it's here. I guess I just do it. And I, from day one, I've always had this really deep trust with, you know, everything I'm doing in it. That's just a little bit of how it's helped me. <laughs> um, yeah many, many ways, but just overall, like it, being open to accepting everything that comes in my life and, you know, not holding on to anything too hard. Everyone can benefit from Ashtanga yoga. You know, it's not tailored to the physically strong and it doesn't um, cater to any weak spots in the pr practitioner, which I think is really beautiful because it shines light on all of the things we need to work on with ourselves. You know, there's no trying to hide anything from the practice. Mm -hmm. 
the yoga just automatically brings it up for us to look at. And it's like, okay, I'm here. Should I look at this now or should I shove it back down? And we can shove it back down. But I think bringing it up and really looking at it, um, that's where we're able to find growth. And that's what I want. That's why I'm so passionate about spreading it to everyone is because I think we all can use that. And, you know, it doesn't matter if you're young, it doesn't matter if you're old, it doesn't matter if you're strong, it doesn't matter if you're weak, if you're willing, and you're inspired, like this practice is for you. Mm -hmm. So for me, it's just about, I guess, once again, bringing everyone together, because I feel like when, you know, other people grow around us, we grow as well. Yes. Yeah, just <laughs> spreading it to everyone. <laughs> Oh, I love that. It's so true. When we all we all grow, when we all help each other out. Yeah. So it's and it's yeah, I mean, I might be biased, but hey, you know, I've been doing this practice now for it's I started in twenty six at the beginning of twenty seventeen. So it's been a minute and I don't think I'll ever stop. So <laughs> it definitely has helped me so much. Um so, I mean, we've talked about community and, and a lot of it, but um, for you, how has community continued to help you in your life? Um, and why, why is community important to you? Yeah. So I think my whole life I've been in little communities. Like I grew up um, as a dancer and then, you know, I was in art classes and then I joined the cheerleading team and then I joined another dance team after high school so, you know, after leaving, you know, when you get out of high school, it's kind of like, oh, what do I do with myself? Mm -hmm. And like, you don't see people every day like you used to. So that was a big like hit for me. Yeah. And all of a sudden, like, you know, my favorite thing about school was going to like cheerleading practice, you know, it wasn't to go and learn math or anything. <laughs> it was going to hang out with everyone and getting out of school. It was like, okay, I, I don't really have that sense of community mm -hmm. and you know, finding the yoga and that really helped me with community again, because all of my twenties, I've spent every, almost every morning in a Mysore room. So automatically, you know, you know, you just have people around you that are doing the same thing you love. And I think, you know, community is important for everyone because we have people that we support and that they also support us. And that helps each of us grow when we all can like love each other mm -hmm. and, you know, kind of keep each other going on their path of what they want to do. Yeah. Community is just, I think we all need that. And it's helped me. It's helped me. And, and I guess every part of my life, I could say, mm -hmm. you know, just cultivating friendships for sure. That's one, like my greatest friends are all, you know, I guess in my little community, <laughs> And we all keep each other accountable. Um, it's, it's helped me, you know, I guess feel, um, keep the passion going and being inspired and have the strength to keep going with what I want to do in life. Mm. I think we all need it. Yeah. <laughs> so beautifully said, and especially now, right, with this insane year that we've all gone through, you know, with COVID and and how wonderful technology has allowed 
for that continued growth and community, um, even in times when we weren't able to see each other, right? Um, Carrie, at the beginning of the pandemic, she just hopped on Zoom and all the, the, the practicing started happening over Zoom and and until things were able to come back into person in person when it came to um, classes and what have you. So it's wonderful just to see our community leaders um, show up, you know, especially in the times where people really need one another. So, um, I mean, I say it to you so much, but I'm very grateful, you know, of the way that you show up in community and you are a community leader and have helped me you know, and I know that you've helped many other people. You helped me in my dharma. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm just so thankful. um, Because without Ashtanga, I don't know if, you know, I don't know, it just it's, um, it gives me so much strength to be doing what I'm doing with the Love Yourself Foundation and, um, and just to help get people excited to treat themselves well and to meditate and do all the things. <laughs> so, so thank you, Carrie. Thank you. You me just as much. <laughs> oh, I'm so happy. So tell us a little bit about Ayurveda. Um, like I mentioned pre- previously, um, Carrie is becoming an Ayurveda um, practitioner. She's almost done with all her schooling. Um, and so, yeah. So tell us about Ayurveda, what it's all about um, and what you're doing to help people in that capacity. Cool. Yeah. So Ayurveda, um, it goes hand in hand with yoga. So Ayurveda is the science of self-healing and yoga is the science of self-realization, but ultimately, you know, the science or the, the biggest aspect of healing is self-realization. So these have been intertwined systems since, you know, the Vedas were born. And this, uh, this is the oldest medical system in the world, Ayurveda. So it derives from India. And it's all about, you know, using natural, you know, herbs and different practices to for treatment as well as for preventative medicine. So it categorizes um, the five elements into three doshas. And it says that we're all made up of the five elements. So air, ether, fire, water, and earth. And then by knowing the different qualities of these elements, we can see, and by knowing our constitution, we can see what is good for us and what leads to disease. So ultimately it's about, you know, knowing what is right for each of us because we're all so unique. You know, it's not a one size fits all. Just, you know, how Western medical system, it's like, okay, you have a headache, take this pill, Mm -hmm. you know, Ayurveda wants to know why you're getting that system. Mm -hmm. And, um, I started learning about this when I started learning about the yoga sutras and it really just made so much sense to me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, and it was, I was able to kind of start right away with, you know, eating things that are right for me, um, you know, that would help benefit my yoga practice. So I'm I'm grateful that I knew about this right when I started. Um, But yeah, it's, it just says that we're all so unique. So it's, it's good to know what our constitution is. It's called Prakruti and how we can fix our imbalances when they come, because the goal of Ayurveda is to have us become our own healer. 
So we know what is right for us when we know what's not right for us. Mm -hmm. So I'm on my first internship and I've been in school since 2018. And I actually went to start school in 2014, uh, which was funny, but I didn't do it. So 2018, I was like, okay, I want to go to school because I want to start learning more about this. And um, yeah, I'm in my first uh, year of internship and I'm doing one-on-one consultations with people. And pretty much I'm, I'm seeing what their constitution is. So what is their major elements that they're made up of? And then we're seeing where their imbalances lie. So right now I'm working with the digestive system because it says in Ayurveda that if you have any kind of like bloating, gas, um, you know, constipation, anything with the digestive system, if you leave that untreated, that it's going to manifest into some other disease, whether it be, you know, anxiety or worrying too much or feeling unmotivated. Mm -hmm. So it all manifests from the digestive system. So right now I've been working with um, individuals on what their imbalance is and then giving them different routines and practices to help counteract that imbalance. Because essentially what we do on our day-to-day basis is the greatest determiner of our health. So yeah, I've been doing that. And then I'm also starting a six-week course on Saturday with Ayurveda. And then next internship, which starts in May, that's when I'll be able to treat outside of the digestive system. So that's where I'll be hands-on making all the formulas for, you know, any kind of disease or any kind of problem with the mind of worrying or, you know, feeling, just feeling depressed. So I'll be able to really go into that part and that will be six months long. So yeah, it's been really cool working with people, you know, I love people. (laughs) So it's nice to, you know, hear more stories and try to help. (laughs) Yeah, it's, it's lovely. And it's, um, I'm also uh, one of Carrie's individuals that she's been working with. And it's been really wonderful. I mean, I I knew about Ayurveda too, for a little while, um, but never to the extent that I'm doing it now, learning about my constitution and and like you said, like it really comes down to routine and just doing these little things that at first maybe your mind's like, oh, great, a new thing. <laughs> do I really want to do this? <laughs> but then, you know, it's just it's easy. It's approachable. And again, it just goes back to already how wonderful it is to work with Carrie because it's um, she already comes at you with such a friendly demeanor. So it's like it's easy. It's easy to work with Carrie. <laughs> So I highly, highly, highly recommend working with her. (laughs) Awesome, Carrie. Well, man, any any other thoughts um, that you want to share with folks that maybe are any last things you want to say before we tell people how to find you? Yeah, I would say the one thing, the the greatest teacher is really nature is what I'm finding out, you know, um, through Ayurveda and yoga, like even Ashtanga yoga, it's so based off of astrology, which is about all the planets, like even our rest day on Saturday, it's because of Saturn and, you know, Saturn's like the, the fatherly figure. He's the one that gives us lessons. So it's good to, you know, take rest on that day and really just kind of be open to the lessons and Ayurveda is teaching me that, you know, we look outside and we can, we see how the trees act and the plants act. And, you know, that's how we stay calm and, you know, untouched by all these worldly things going on, these human, you know, human things going on is just by 
you know, acting and being with nature. And these two practices really root us back into, you know, feeling in touch with, you know, nature and the natural rhythms of life. And I think it all comes down to just finding balance in our life, you know, not being, not being too far right, not being too far left, you know, kind of staying in the middle and just being open to, to really listen. Cause a lot of times when we, um, when we think we're listening, sometimes we're not really listening. Sometimes it's just more of our thoughts bombarding us. So these practices allow us to, you know, weed out the thoughts a bit and really listen and tune in and see what's going on. So yeah, balance is a, I think balance is the key. Yeah. Um, I, I did have another question popping in my mind before we sign off is what can you tell for folks that maybe they're just a little bit intimidated, you know, to start this or, or intimidated about meditation in general? Um, what, what's some advice you can tell them? Yeah. Um, well, there's nothing to be intimidated about. <laughs> really. Um, yeah, just showing up in whatever shape or form you're in. Like that's all you need to do. You don't need to do anything else. You don't need to have any idea about what yoga is or what Ayurveda is. It's just about showing up and just being willing to, you know, receive and being willing to also, you know, show up and put in the work. It's just about trying. You know, the only time we fail is when we stop trying. So trying and trying and trying. And yeah, Ashtanga yoga is very, like I said, it doesn't make you sit down and try to meditate because usually your mind is just going in circles if you try that. So it's very gentle and subtle if you start a Mysore practice. You know, it goes at your own pace. So there's really nothing to be nervous about. And if there is, once you start showing up, you'll see there's nothing to be nervous about. <laughs> It'll get easier. Yeah, I, that's that's the thing. I, I remember, you know, and not to, you know, shame other types of yoga classes or anything, but um, what I found to be very powerful about the Ashtanga practice is, is how everybody is literally on a different path. So even if like you're practicing and you, you peek over at your neighbor, it's irrele- irrelevant because they're somewhere else completely. So you cannot even compare yourself because everyone is literally on a different path, just like life. And I think that's what I love so much about it is that it's very, it's very um, community, but at the same time, it's about honoring the individual and honoring the diversity that we all are. Um, so Yeah people out there practice ashtanga (laughs) try it out (laughs) it'll change your life for the better (laughs) it did for me (laughs) awesome well uh, carrie what's the best way for people to connect with you to to find you yeah so i have my um, website which is www.carriesobeck.com and then under there i have all about the mysore program and about ayurveda and my phone number's on there as well as email and then I also have my Instagram page, which is Carrie Sobeck, and then the the Shtanga Yoga page, which is My Soy Las Vegas. And yeah, those are probably the best ways. So you can always call, you can send me an email, text message, whatever you'd like to do. I should get it. <laughs> and then I have a, a emailing list if you want to sign up as well, and that's on my website. So I like to just you know send out thoughts. I like to do some writing. 
and also like what I'm doing with Ayurveda now will all be on there. It's Carrie, C-A-R-R-I-E, Sobek, S-O-B-E-C-K. And then we'll also link it in the description. Um, well, awesome, Carrie. Any, any last thoughts before we sign off? I just wish everyone the best. And thank you for having me. This was fun. <laughs> it's awesome what you're doing, Monica. I'm really, truly grateful for you and your friendship. And you've taught me just as much. <laughs> so thank you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thanks so much. It's um, such an honor. And I'm so grateful to be able to get people to learn more about you and the amazing things that you're doing in Vegas. And it's ultimately really making our community better, Las Vegas better, and the world better, you know, since we're all connected. So well, thanks again, Carrie. Love you so much. <laughs> and uh, thank you everyone for listening out there. And if you are new to the podcast, please uh, subscribe, leave us a review, do, do all the things. So thank you. Thank you. Until next time.